Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and we will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome, everybody, to the fourth episode of the Phone Buzz Podcast, the show brought to you by the three guys that sell phones all day. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the show, and share us with your friends and family if you're enjoying what we do here. My name is Evan Krause, and I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? Christian Crawford. What up, what up? And this week, we even have a special guest. Please welcome to the podcast, Stephen Baguchi. Thank you for the warm welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah, how's it going, everybody? (laughs) I'm doing excellent. Good, I mean, good, good. I didn't have to work today, so that's a plus. That's a plus. <sighs> I've been up yeah, doing homework all day, then got lectured for drinking coffee right now, but it's fine. Well, I mean, you are drinking coffee at 10 o'clock at night, so <laughs> that's, uh, that's your own fault if you're pooping your brains out tonight. <laughs> homework, a lot of studying and running over here, so, you know, same All right, same all role. right. Nice, nice. Um, okay, so since uh, Steven is our very first guest, uh, we want to try something new. Uh, so we're going to do kind of a deep dive on your history with tech. Uh, so first question for you, what was your first phone or smartphone? <laughs> My first phone, definitely not a smartphone, was back in 2011. It was a Samsung uh, Gravity 2, a little slider phone. Oh, the, nice. The orange and black variation. I, I was, loved it. I, I was hoping for a side flip. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the side to keep the side because my second phone. But yeah, it was the Gravity 2. Loved it. Spent a lot of time on it. So what made you pick that phone? Like, what was your what was your overall experience with that one? Okay, um, tech back then, I mean, I looked at my options. My dad gave me a price range. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that price range, I wasn't too big into tech back then, to be honest. Um I maybe got into it two years after I got the Gravity 2, but mm-hmm. um, price range, and it's the first thing that caught my eye, and it was a slider, which was cool nice. back in those days. Okay. That means that means you were on top. top I, I was, for sure. Most definitely. Top of the game. Top of the game. Real quick, did anybody just cringe back to their first phone when you walk yes. into the corporate <laughs> store, and it's like, well, you got anywhere between zero and twenty-five dollars for this two-year contract that you have. Don't break your phone. And uh, yep, you have to deal with that for two years. Uh, no getting out of it. Yeah. Terrible. Well, actually, you can get out of it. It's six hundred bucks yeah. for this twenty-dollar phone. Yeah. And then you're out. Ugh. Um. Actually, that's a, that's a good uh, discussion. Uh, Evan, what was your first phone? Oh my gosh, I had. I don't even remember the name. It was like. A, if I said Planetronic, no, not the same Pantronic? thing. No, Pan- Pantronic? Pantech? Pant- something like that. Probably it was Pantech. just, it was Pantech. very similar to yours. It was just like this small um, oval phone with a slide up keyboard. Mm. It wasn't like the side keyboard. It was a straight up. Oh, so yeah. it was a very small keys. I thought I was so cool. Was it the one that was shaped like those makeup beauty containers? You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Like the little flip up ones? Yep. You know exactly. It, it, the one exactly. you have in your purse? Yeah, the, yeah, the, one, one. Yeah, the one I'm using right now. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. very same one yeah. he's got in his hand right now. <laughs> very similar to that. Yeah, no, it was, I thought I was so cool. I could like download a couple apps. And I mean, it was it was hot stuff. Mm. Mm, it wasn't the iPhone like my friends had, but it's okay. Was the iPhone released at that point? Yeah, it was at the time. It was like the, I think we're just about to start like the four the mm-hmm. iphone 4 okay. i uh quick Close. story i had <laughs> i was playing basketball and i went on this tournament out of town and i had messaged someone on craigslist i was gonna get a iphone 3 i was so excited i was like <laughs> i'm gonna meet this guy we're gonna meet up after my game i'm gonna get this three 
Never showed up. Texting him the whole game. I stayed for like an hour and a half later, oh. crying my eyes out. I was like, no, this guy didn't show up. I was like so heartbroken from this thing. I was like, all right, whatever. So just... It wouldn't be the first time that a Craigslist man broke Evan's heart. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get that. we'll get to that in another podcast. <laughs> oh. I what, actually, was, what was your first phone, Zach? Yeah, I had I couldn't think of the name, but I took a wild guess and it ended up being right. It was called the Alias, the Samsung Alias 2. Uh, it, I thought yeah. I was super cool because mm-hmm. it flipped two ways. It flipped sideways what? and it flipped up like a normal phone. Oh, and it was a dang. digital keypad. What? So when it was flipped normal, you had the keypad of like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and a 0. Yeah. And then when you flipped it sideways... It, it went to a full 40 keyboard oh, that's amazing Badass. and yeah. i thought i was super cool um we're gonna have to pull up a picture of that and put it on our twitter so yeah. stay tuned to that twitter page yes. at phone Buzz podcast um but i always thought i was super cool so i'd mess with it all the time in school <laughs> that phone made about a year and a half <laughs> then it broke because oh. i was flipping it too Yikes. much yeah um, classic it was also fun too because you could like flip sideways and straight up again if you did it fast enough mm-hmm. you would glitch your keyboard so you would have it straight up like it's supposed to be a regular phone you if you type in sideways on a qwerty keyboard because <laughs> you freeze your, <laughs> freeze your keypad and this is why foldables may or may not be a good idea we'll actually <laughs> talk about that later rest in peace samsung rest <laughs> um my first smartphone was the htc freestyle i was kind of late to the game um first smartphone or first phone in general? first phone in general oh, htc man. freestyle it had it was like a it was like a feature phone it wasn't quite a smartphone yet like it wasn't didn't have the full-blown app system that the phones do nowadays. Um, but it, it was great. I, I loved it. I was super psyched about it. I, it was one of the coolest uh, coolest pieces of tech I've ever owned. Um, my favorite story with that phone is I used to play soccer in high school, and I was getting out of my buddy's car to go to soccer practice, and I dropped it, dropped it out of my pocket, so it was laying on the in the parking lot. Had no idea. Um, I go home that night, and it I wasn't quite in the habit of like checking my pocket for my phone every two seconds like I am nowadays. Um, so like I was already halfway home by the time I realized I didn't have it. And it rained that night. I was super worried. I had no idea where it was because I thought it might still be at school, might be in the bottom of my backpack. I, I didn't know. Uh, but I come back to it the next morning. It had rained. It was The phone was stuck in the mud, turned it upside down, turned on it just fine. The battery had only gone down like 5%. Overnight. Oh, my god! It was wow. incredible. Um so yeah, I, I love that phone to death, and it uh, it uh, survived far longer and through far more than it should have. Interesting. Yeah. Love that thing. Um, okay, back to you, Steven. Um, so talk about your first phone. What's been your all-time favorite piece of tech? Hmm. Now, this can be anything. It can be, a, it can be another phone. It can be a laptop, headphones. Um, just even if you haven't owned it or if you just you know used it, what's been your favorite piece of tech? uh surprisingly that's a very easy one for me i'm a huge audio guy um oh, so, that's right yeah 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 i watched uh lou's video about the I crazy one thousand dollar headphones on unbox therapy I, I love that guy the <laughs> se846s and i tried them out a guy at an airport san francisco i was there for track meet he he was surprised that i knew what they were and he let me try them out and I just listened to one song, uh, Molecules by Atlas Genius, and I just said, I've got to get these headphones. Mm-hmm. Two years later, you know, saved up the money, uh, made the purchase, and yeah, I got myself a pair of 846s from Sure. Love nice. them. They sound incredible. Um, use a Fio X5 high-resolution audio player to listen to them, um, mm-hmm. two digital audio converters, so... Um, that they, totally they just went over my head. Yeah, they, I don't know what that means. Super cool. totally <laughs> I, they paired very well together, <laughs> and I, yeah, to this day, easily my favorite piece of tech. Nice. Those are the headphones that... Uh, 
Do they get fitted by the factory? Like you have to send in your fit? Oh no, they're not custom in your monitors, but okay. they do come with a lot of different um, ear tips that you can interchange um, mm -hmm. depending on your ear canal um, size, that whole thing. So um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I saw you. Uh, you had those the first day in class, and the only other person that I knew that had those was my dad, and he uses it for like uh, if he's flying. Um, but I saw them. I'm like, those aren't cheap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. had to instantly ask you about. It. I think that's. Probably when we first started uh, hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I first saw those headphones and I was like, dude, those are sick. I know what he, those are. Dude, <laughs> he's rich. Dude, he's, <laughs> he's balling. He's balling, dripping, drip daddy's house. I was trying to think of what mine would be. Yeah, what's your favorite piece of tech, Evan? Uh, I'm, I'm torn between the phone I have now, which, which is, is the OnePlus 7 Pro mm. represent, yep. Yep. or my Apple TV. Okay. I say that because I that say one. that because I use it the most. Like it's an everyday thing, mm -hmm. and it's so it's just super easy to use. But mm -hmm. I think I don't know. Change. I think I'm gonna go with my phone just Your because phone, it's okay. you can do so much with it. Um, it's so crazy with the 90 hertz refresh rate and the pop-up camera. It's unique. I think that's why I like it the most. But I'd say probably my phone. Probably phone. Yeah. What do you say? I feel like a scrub right now. Everybody decided on like <laughs> one thing, and I was just like a generalized category where I was at. Um, you can go with that. I, I'm kind of stuck between two. I don't know. Like, what are we calling technology? Just anything? What were you thinking? I was so honestly, in my opinion, airplanes. Airplanes? Okay, that's that's cool. Yeah, go because for it. Because, like, <laughs> let's be honest here. We invented something that weighs so fucking heavy we're able to put it in the sky we it's can't a tough it's a bus. in the sky yeah. <laughs> we can't we personally cannot fly as humans but right. we can build something to make us fly that is my, true sure my other side was truly wireless headphones <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> just so generic different sides of the spectrum but no it's crazy we went from i mean i didn't really use them that much but like like, over-the-ear headphones were just standard. They are like, garbage. They had little, mm -hmm. like, fabric pieces on them. They yeah. sounded terrible. And then we came all the way to now we have even, like, the Powerbeats Pros. Uh, like, Jaybirds has, like, everybody almost has a pair of truly wireless headphones. Right. And they don't sound as good as Steven's headphones over here, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but they... He's uh, nodding his head. Yep. No, they do not. Yeah. They do not sound Trust nearly me, as they good. Trust me, don't concur. They, they sound great, and they're yeah. so portable. It's just, like... If you if you would own a one pair of headphones like in earbuds or anything like that, you you would have never thought one day we're not gonna have cables. Right. Yeah, and that's why <laughs> that's why I'm okay with taking compromises on the sound quality a little bit. Steven's probably dying in his you know look, give me staring <laughs> me daggers right now. Um, I'm okay with taking a hit on sound quality because of how comfortable like the headphones I use right now are. They're it's yeah. just so much better not having a cord mm -hmm. that I'm okay to make a couple compromises on it. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never had a pair of headphones similar to that where I've just been like, oh my gosh, these are insane. Mm -hmm. I do like the bows that I have. I have the, Which ones do you have? The Q, the 35 twos, so the newest. The over-ear? Like, over-ear the, with the sound can noise okay. canceling. I love them, but like watching Lou's videos, I'm always like, man, I want to try so many of these headphones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by Lou, uh, he means Unbox Therapy. Yes, Unbox Therapy, yes. I, mean, I believe that, yeah, that video and the DVLA Gold Phantom, the $3,000 speaker. Were Is that two... the one where it, like, it rattles? Yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're 4, talking about. Watts, we need I to think. link that in the Twitter at PhoneBuzz for <laughs> sure. For it. It's dope. That's cool. No, I am um, going back here. Um, what kind of phones is everyone on? What, what are we working with? Ooh. Christian? 
I, uh, like Evan, I was first, so that's what matters. Um, I have the <laughs> OnePlus 7 Pro. Represent. Big fan, big fan. Um, I had the OnePlus 6 before it, and I just I fell in love with it. Um, and then when they released the, the OnePlus 7 Pro back in May of this year, at first I was like, ah, I could probably hold on to my phone for another year. And then I saw the 90 hertz refresh display, and then I saw that price point of 669. Uh, I was like, all right, I got to shell out for this. Like, <laughs> I'll sell my old one and go get that. It looked, it looked hot. But no, I love it. It's uh, It's got a nice big screen, no notch, no cutouts, no nothing. Um, so whenever you're watching YouTube videos or watching any content on it, it just looks beautiful. Like People will stop and look at it and ask you what phone you have just based on the screen alone, which is, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got that pop-up camera. It's got the wide-angle camera on it. Just overall, absolutely my favorite phone I've ever So touched. sexy. It's so nice. It's so nice. What about you, Steve? Right. I'm over here with the uh, Galaxy S8 regular version. I got it when it first came out, uh, I believe in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, in all honesty, I'd love to upgrade, but I just don't have a reason to. It's yeah. still such a nice phone. It's still fluid. It's The software is held up just fine throughout the year. So, um, yeah, I still got the S8. And it's having, well. it having the a battery on it. Battery, okay, that's the only area where I feel like it's, it might have dropped back a bit, but not enough for me to consider getting a new phone just yet. Right. Haven't downloaded any flashlight apps, any Bible <laughs> Any cleaner apps, apps any 360 boosters. <laughs> we see the most most uh, phones coming in with problems with when they have the flashlight. I downloaded this flashlight app, and now my phone doesn't turn on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you, Zach? Um, so, I mean, I think I've brought up every podcast. It somehow it came up so far. Uh, but I've had iPhones for every smartphone I've ever owned. Starting um, at which one? Uh, starting at the 5. Okay. 5 was my okay. first one because uh, through the 4s and all that were still AT&T. Did, and I've been Verizon right, yeah. my whole time. Did the 5 have start with iOS 6? Um, Did, wasn't it? Wasn't the 5 with 6? I think it, it I, was either iOS 5 or iOS 6. I don't remember which one because I remember I was super excited for the iOS 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- yeah, that's what um, I was thinking. I think iOS 7 was released with the 5S. Because when you see, like, old pictures of the 5, you see it with, like, iOS 6. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right now, I have the 10S Max, and have we... Would it be beating a dead horse if I bring up another Apple article that I found? No, go for it. Go for it. So, earlier today, I was just on my phone, and I get random alerts from certain things, like, tech-wise, through the Apple News. You make up tutorials, Paul Fashion, seeing that stuff. Like all mixed in with like my sports and all that too, um, <laughs> and well, I got one for New York Times that reviewed the 11 and the 11 Pro, which Ooh. goes back to our last two where we yeah. thought of maybe what it was and what it ended up being. Uh-huh. So interestingly enough, uh, it was Brian Chen was the art was the writer of mm-hmm. this, and he pointed out that if your phone is not if your iPhone, it's only for iPhone users, but if your iPhone is older than five years old, that is the only reason why you should be upgrading your phone. Because? He said with the power, and uh, he in quotes too, he says this is the golden age of smartphones. Whereas if you look back to even your iPhone 6 is right at that cutoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your iPhone 6 didn't have the battery issues and you compare it to the 11, the base model of that, like... There's not a huge difference other than a little bit better camera and a little bit better processor. 
but he's saying for the money, he said, unless your phone's older than five years, you might as well get what you have because you already have a great phone, a great device. Yeah, and, and is he basing that off of just like the baseline consumer, like what the baseline consumer uses? That, and then even the pro series, like the pros and all that. So like for a long time, the the pluses have always had dual cameras, and then mm-hmm. the X's and all that have dual cameras. Basically, he's saying that I think, uh, yeah, I mean all the pluses have had the dual cameras in them. So he said even the dual camera system to the dual camera system, it's it's not that big of an upgrade where you should be running out and upgrading your iPhones every year, which yeah. I thought was interesting that somebody's finally brought that point up. I guess it would it would make sense in terms of like uh, if you use your phone camera as a point and shoot, then yeah, there's not going to be like even three or four years difference. There's not that big of a difference mm-hmm. besides the new ones have wide angles and some have telephotos. So yeah, I mean, if you're just using your phone as like just an, to open apps and just, like browse social media and take an occasional point and shoot photo, like I guess I can see the point there. Yeah, it's yeah, like you have something to I say. I see there. that perspective <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, I even like on the Samsung side. I think I recently watched a video on YouTube uh, by a pretty reputable um, channel, but they the video title was "Should You Get a a Galaxy S6 in 2019?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it kind of grabbed my attention. I said, yeah, I'll check it out. So I I watch it and. They've raised some pretty interesting points on like the market saturation with like smartphones. How I mean that with the competition as well. How much it's progressed throughout the years. You can get a phone that came out three, four years ago. You know, even like I said, you mentioned before Apple. In this case, Samsung, and you're still getting a solid device, great specs, a device that'll last you, you know, for a long time. Um, so yeah, I, I see that perspective for sure. Well, one thing that Samsung has too, though, is iPhone came out and they're hey, after six years, five, six years, like we shut off the App Store on you. Samsung doesn't do have they, that. Do they actually shut it off, or do apps just like slowly not support? They slowly, so they slowly yeah, not yeah, support. They don't support. My mom had an iPhone five, and she was actually just forced moved to the iPhone eight because. Uh, but they don't straight up like stonewall you, do they? No, no. It's no. just basically like whenever. So she had the five, which won't take thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, iOS thirteen, that is, and she started noticing that like Facebook is the first one to go. Basically, once it gets to the point where they're supporting the newest iOS. The phone itself will not download the updates, and if it won't download the update, the app will not like install yeah. uh, for that. And so that's what she hit. She she was starting to hit because I mean all the a lot of updates and stuff are going through now, and they're getting this beginning support of iOS 13. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what happened. She was like, all my apps just started bricking on me slowly. Yeah, and on an iPhone 5. Yeah, yeah, on iPhone 5, which just got shut off yeah so you got to think they're uh, like there's a lot of these apps are also like playing to like the new specs of phones and so when your phone can't really handle those kind of specs you know there's no reason for it to still support it so they just start dropping them off yeah. right whereas samsung is just don't take the updates and you'll still be okay right yeah. samsung doesn't shut off or anything i've seen somebody with an until S4 they just come like in. crash and just exactly. <laughs> repeatedly yeah. exactly yeah. yeah i guess i could see that i mean yeah, like uh, smartphone lineups four or five years ago, yes, there was a big year-over-year difference. Like, you know, the new processor chip is going to be appreciably different and appreciably faster than your old one. And the cameras were making such big, uh, excuse me, such big leaps at that time that, yeah, like a year-over-year upgrade cycle, even for just a, you know, what we call a common phone user, made a lot of sense. But, yeah, I, we've noticed in the last two to three years it's not that big of a, of a difference. Like even my OnePlus phone, which I love to death, like the reasons I upgraded that phone were not, you know, it's not justifiable for probably 
90% of people. Like, right. I just wanted the, the bigger screen. I wanted the higher refresh display. Most people don't care about this sort of stuff. So, yeah, year-over-year phone differences, I think I think we are coming into a – maybe not a golden age, but maybe just, like, a super-saturated market where the price difference is really the biggest factor, not really the feature set of the phone. That makes sense. For sure. Yeah, I, I like that. Now, um, you did write here on our notes uh, Samsung Note lineup to be replaced with a Fold. Yeah. Go into, go into some detail with that. Yeah, so there was a the, – the article is by MS Power User, which stands for Microsoft Power User. So kind of a weird, <laughs> kind of weird uh, topic for them to be writing about. Um, but the rumor is that here in the not-so-distant future, the Note lineup from Samsung will be replaced by the Galaxy Fold lineup and that the Note lineup will merge with the Galaxy S series. So what you're going to see is in the springtime release, you're going to have a Galaxy S lineup with you know three, four phones, and the top one or top two are going to have an S Pen optional with it. What? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> B- bold move, Samsung. Bold. <laughs> like, That's... How, how are you already going to leak this when you haven't even successfully put out a foldable right. phone? <laughs> right. Yeah. How much, I mean, in this case, how much of a rumor, like, do you think, do you really think this is going to happen, or do you think this is just kind of a... I think I think it, it will, and and we'll probably talk about this in a second um, about folds more specifically. But I do think it will happen, um, and I kind of wrote down my thoughts here, so I didn't skip anything. But um, you know, the price points between the Galaxy S series and the Note series are so close, anyways. It True. really does make sense to merge them if you think about it, because right now you can get an S10 Plus for fifty dollars cheaper than the Note 10, and the S10 Plus has a higher res display. It's got micro SD storage and a larger battery. Um, so the lineups are becoming increasingly intertwined, and the only real difference is that S Pen. Um, and then, yeah, like even going back to 2015 when the Note 5 was released, I remember watching that, uh, all those leaks and all the rumors, because the big complaint was that the Note lineup is starting to look a lot like the Galaxy S lineup. Like the Note 5 and the S6 look almost identical. Um, so even, even back then, we started to see those lineups kind of start to merge, which is funny because around the same time, is when their R&D department started investing really heavily into foldable tech. Like I think they I think they gave a teaser at CES 2014 or 2015 where they're showing off like really early prototypes of folding displays. So I don't think it's much of a stretch to think that they've been on this roadmap for years and years now and they're just waiting for the foldable tech to become cheap enough to be become mainstream and to replace that no lineup. I mean, when you think about it, I could I could definitely see that being a plus. I mean, especially with the people that are kind of borderline, like, do I make the move to go to the note or do I stay with the 10 kind right. of thing? Because like, like you said in here, they're not, there's not, I mean, the price point is not much different. Mm-mm. I mean, they're very similar. And so those people that are kind of on the edge, well, now they get, you know, both worlds right. and say, one phone. One thing I like to bring up too, I guess, Stephen, you're the only one here right now with a Samsung phone. Is one of the biggest reasons why you stayed away from the Note, like price point aside, was it the fact that you wouldn't ever use the S Pen? Um, for me, uh, I wouldn't say that was particularly the reason why. More so because I just had more interest in the 8 at the time. But I can say since I got the 8, um, there's been, I've had increasingly more interest in just at least trying out uh, a Note in the future. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Was yeah, it the size I, of the phone? Like, was, was it? What, what was like your main? I think I looked at the eight, and this was since the eight was the first year where um, I think it was the first Android phone that actually made Apple users think, man, okay, like that's that is a futuristic design. Like, despite right. my love for my S six, right? Um, and so yeah, it was. I saw it. It had all more than what I wanted it to do, so I stuck with it. Um, as far as whether I think it's a good idea for them to merge the S and Note line. Um, it's, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a different thing. Um, and then with the saturation that's in the market right now, even if they're doing, they're coming up with the new phone where it may not have as much attention from the consumer is because of the, the price. Cause about I, the fold or are you talking about the note? About the, now I'm talking about the fold. Okay. Um, uh, I feel like it gives, since Samsung really only changes their phone design every like two years or so, they recycle mm-hmm. and design every two years. Right. I think it would give them more time to, uh, focus on those specific elements of the phone. And That's then true. also looking to the fold because, you know, they're, they're, uh, the pioneers here. This, this, it may have been done before, but I feel like they, they've done it and kind of, you know, quote unquote perfected it. Um, we'll, we'll see about that once the reviews come out, right? Um, <laughs> see how good it is. So yeah, I think they're doing something different. Um, I think even the average person, the average consumer will look at that and say, okay, they're differentiating, you know, that's, that's cool. These, right. these companies is innovating. So right. I think it's a cool thing that they're doing. And then like kind of put you two in this conversation too, or got his with being Samsung and all mm-hmm. that. How many times when somebody walks into our work that they already have a note or they, they either, a lot of times they have a note and they're like, well, I don't really use my S Pen. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need it. And that's when they look at the Samsungs. And then how many people are like, when they go, they already have the S Series, they're like, oh, I don't want a note because I won't ever use the S Pen 2 as a big one. Uh, so almost like if you merge those two together, I wonder if maybe they have like the same phones, then they have an, like maybe a $50 price point higher or something to include your S Pen or not. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be something interesting. What do you guys think? Yeah. I feel that I, I feel like you see more, at least um, f- from my perspective, you see more people on the edge of with like they're staying with the S series and they're not thinking they're going to use the pen versus the people with the pen that don't use it. You know what right. I mean? Um, I don't know. I just think I think that could work, but I, then I think that puts too many too many phones in place, and I think that it's just going to be kind of this cluster. I don't know. Yeah. If I had to draw that lineup perfectly in my head, I'd probably keep it the same way Samsung has the S series mm-hmm. right now with an S10e with your starting starting price point, S10. You know that's kind of your standard flagship, and then you have the S10 Plus or whatever they decide to call it in, with the included S Pen or fifty bucks more, whatever you want to say. I think that would honestly be a fine lineup if you had three phones, like one quote-unquote budget option mm-hmm. one just standard one and then the have the note integrated one i think that'd be a, a fine lineup honestly um i i would be a fan of that because i think that would that would show their investment and their and their trust in the fold lineup because i i honestly do think foldables are the future of phones at least for a certain segment for a certain market i think having a foldable display that you know gives you a tablet size form factor for media consumption in this in you know the fits in your pocket I think that is the future for a certain segment of the market. See, I I'm in the, I'm in the the part that I don't I don't know if I can see that being the future. I think maybe it's just because it hasn't come out yet. But I feel a lot of people when just talking about it with them, they're kind of like, "Oh, you have a tablet? How's that going to fit in your pocket?" or something like that. Where it's like, it's it's more of like the even though yes, it does fold and it fits nicely. When you open it, think about texting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever 
texted on a tablet before. Re- rebuttal, rebuttal. So the keyboard, <laughs> the keyboard can split on two different sides, so you can hold it on both ends. And the keyboard, another rebuttal though, with your earlier point, um, did people not say the same thing about the Galaxy Note One? Yeah. That had a five point two. That thing five, was a tablet. Five point two, five point one inch display. And that is small by today's day. Even yeah. with the bezels on it, that is small today on a phone. Yeah, but but that now I don't know. I just feel like the fold is so big. Think about. It's I so, mean, it's so big. It's so big. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I just it is a huge I, I imagine myself holding it mm-hmm. and having a a very large phone as it is, having like essentially double that almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. holding two of them in my hand, even though yes, you can split the keyboard. Yeah, it just doesn't seem practical it doesn't seem like that's something that that i would what if, enjoy what if the foldable instead of going outward like a i guess you'd call it mm-hmm. ham, hot dog would it be hot dog fold yes what if yeah. instead of that what if it was like a moto razor and it got smaller in your pocket instead of like bigger than your current phone and it expands bigger what if it got smaller for your pocket and then expanded to a normal size smartphone i i would see i could see that being better yeah. Honestly, than going from what it is to bigger. I, I just still, I still want a big old like eight inch tablet screen. That'd be awesome. I just think for me to justify spending the amount of money and getting a phone that can turn into a tablet. Mm. Now this is a little off topic. I think the front display yeah. needs to be a regular size display, not a very tiny thin display. Because we've all seen the pictures. Yeah. I just I don't think it's big enough. It's first gen, man. It's first I know, gen. I know, I know. I, I get that. I get that. It's just it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's too small. It's too small and then too big. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be really <laughs> interesting to see how um, uh, foldable phones develop throughout the years. I mean, now with the prices, once prices go down, once this technology starts to become more available to the average person, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think it, I think when the average person has it in their hands, it'll it'll be a game changer. Um, the it's reviews, like what two thousand dollars right now? Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, like twenty five hundred or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think stupid. Yeah, and yeah, from the reviews I've seen and a couple of videos as well too, the most astonishing thing has just been the user taking out the phone and unfolding it and seeing the reaction other people's have and their reaction themselves. It's like, yeah, this is this is legit innovation right here. It's like it's the huge. first time you saw like a iPhone in person. You're like, whoa, that guy's got the iPhone. You, you yeah. know, crowd gathers around them. Guarantee you, that's gonna be the first thing that happens with the fold. Because oh, there's like, I think they shipped. Or they've had over a thousand, like the the first round of pre-orders was only a thousand folds, like in the U.S. And they actually had to produce more because this round of pre-orders they've gotten quite an influx. So there's not going to be that many in the wild. So I guarantee, if you see one in the wild, you're going to be you're can I fly, touch it? Can I touch it? Can I hold it? <laughs> and they're like, sure. Heck no, like Get that's two thousand bucks, and they, you know, a little bit of dust can ruin it. But you know, or it's you cool. know, you can be like, never see a phone, and then you're like, hey, can can I hold that? And then the guy gives it to you, and then you drop it. Oh, why you, why you assume it's a man? What a woman can't can have a Galaxy Fold? Zach, come oh on. no, I was referencing when I grabbed your OnePlus Seven oh, and okay. I dropped it. Yeah. Wow. Oh yikes! <laughs> nice yikes. Yeah. Recall Casey Neistat being very because he had a review unit as well too. He was being very generous with the public. Big yeah. name guy. People know who he is. He <laughs> was stopped many times, and he was very open with letting people see the phone, look I at just, the designs. So. I mean, because he can afford to replace it. <laughs> like, True. <laughs> I could not, Zach. I could not if my phone breaks, Zach. Somebody has to pay for it, Zach. Yeah, that's fair. Um, real quickly, too, one more. One, I kind of go around the table on go this one. Um, with If they move the notes into the S series, 
do they leave the size of the notes and just change the name to S, like the S series, or do you think they take the power and the specs of the note and move it down to the size of the S series? See, I was gonna talk on that because then, especially especially in this sense, when you have the people that want the pin or don't want the pin, where do you put the plus size? Where do you put the smaller size? Do you put the bigger size with the pin? Do you put the smaller size with the pin? And then you're gonna get, I know this is just He's rambling. Feeling some type of I am, I am, spit, I'm, spit I'm energetic about it. I am, I am but uh, like you, then you'll get, the, you'll get the customer that's like, well, I want the bigger size, but I don't want this, or this is too small. I need this, but I, mean, I don't, I want this. You know what I mean? That conversation happens nowadays too. I mean, you get some people that do want a smaller phone and they want the pin, but I mean, Samsung's been pretty firm with if you want the pin, you're going to get a big phone. Yeah. I mean, this year's kind of the weird exception with the 6.1-inch, yeah, 6.1-inch uh, Note no. 10 variant. Is it one? Yeah, it's one. It's, it's around there. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think if you have the sizes, what? <laughs> Look at me like that for <laughs> No, I just... If you, <laughs> if you got the 5.8-inch, you got the 6.1, and then like a 6.8, or like maybe maybe take the, the 6.3. 6.3. Yeah, maybe take the 6.1-inch, the standard S10, Maybe crank that up to 6.3 with the thinner bezels that they'll have, probably. And then make the Note or the S10 Plus. Or supposedly they're going to be called the Galaxy One lineup. Like it's just going to be meshed into one, like mm-hmm. the Xbox One. It's just going to be the yeah. Galaxy One. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do too. That sounds I think cool. it sounds pretty catchy. It's, yeah. And it's cool because if they were to do it next year, like it would be 10 generations of S series, and that's pretty clean. Like if you just had like S10, True. and then it just resets. I, I just feel like there's going to be more confusion and more. Just like people upset <laughs> about like this merge, you you, you call you blah, you can call it. Um, I don't know. It's just like you're meshing two things that have been so separate for so long that I feel like people are just are not gonna get it and not gonna understand. I just oh, I just cringe so much. Why? Just thinking about like if they do move it to like the the one series. Like, how many older people are going to come in? Oh, like, no. well, I want the 11. It's like, well, that's what the one is. The and Samsung then... Galaxy 111 Note 10 Plus <laughs> S. <laughs> yeah, Side note. and it's, oh, God. Level, I love I old people, don't get me wrong, but Side they note. do say that a lot. <laughs> I, had, like that a lot. I had a lady come in the other day, and she was not very happy in the, in the first part. And she was like, you guys got the iPhone 10? I was like, yeah, we have or we have some. We don't have the 10, but we have the XR, you know, mm-hmm. XSN. We walked over there. I was like, so this is the XR. She's like, wait, I wanted the 10R. I was like, oh, it's well, see, she actually got was, it right then. I was yeah. like, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, it's, you were the yeah. one that was wrong. Yeah. I know. I was like, yeah, it's it's the XR. Like it's the same thing. She's like, <laughs> she okay, you don't understand. Okay, okay, okay. And we moved on and started talking about like the Max. And I was like, yes, yeah, so we got the um, XS Max. And she's like, I'm asking for the 10s. Do you have the 10s? I'm like. Uh, this is the tens, like X in oh Roman numerals is ten. <laughs> this I'm not lying to you. Triangle face. goes in the triangle spot. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Uh. It just made me think back to also like uh, I when the Xbox One came out. Like I wasn't, I was working in the warehouse of where we work, and uh, I remember I, it was around Christmas time around there, and a lady came in. She wanted an Xbox for her son. And we still, it was that weird merger where there was still the 360 being mm-hmm. sold and the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she picked up the 360. And I was like, you want the Xbox One? That's a newer console. She goes, no, 360 is bigger. I'm like, oh no, God. I understand. <laughs> but they didn't name it the physically, 720. Physically, you are right. <laughs> 720, I love that. I was, a lot, I was a lot sassier when I was in our warehouse, the customers. No, you don't understand. This Xbox will make your head spin twice. <laughs> 
<laughs> twice. And I remember I went on for like 15 minutes trying to explain that the one was the Butter Cosmo 360. She did not understand it. She eventually just trusted me. But... Oh, I love it. Oh, gosh. And what about this, uh, this Pixel announcement? Yeah, got, so it's been uh, officially set for October 15th. Um, and then the re- the release is likely to be one to two weeks later. I looked at the past history, and it's always been like nine days or something weird like that because they usually announce it on a Tuesday, and then it's out the next Friday, which I guess is what Apple does, so that makes sense. But but um, Apple doesn't start their – like Google starts their pre-orders at night. Like Apple does, waits like, okay, we announced it Tuesday. Now wait to pre-order till Friday. <laughs> yeah. Wake up at 2 a.m., you scrub and order yeah. it. <laughs> you, you know you will. Um, but yeah, besides that, um, I mean, there's been more leaks. We've, we've talked to Pixel 4 to death at this point. Um, but yeah, there's, there's new leaks. It kind of co- uh, corroborates what we've been talking about uh, in the past you know, three episodes. Um, Google themselves actually ran an ad in, in Times Square with the new coral color. It looks pretty sweet. I'm, I'm a big fan. I, again, big fan. I, I'm a coral guy. I love that. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we, we know basically all there is to know about it. What were you going to say, Zach? I was going to say, like, if I end up moving to the Pixel 4, like, would you legitimately be a little upset if I flexed on you with the coral color? 100%. Yes. All right. See, I was going to ask. I was going to ask, now that you've seen, um, now don't get me wrong, the back is 100% the sexiest it's part hot. of it. It's hot. Now, with you seeing the front and knowing how it's not really going to look a whole lot different, mm-hmm. are you, like, kind of kind upset. of edging away from it are you not really wanting to go with the pixel 4 or is like aesthetic not that big of a deal to you the so the aesthetic's not the big of a deal to me because like it would be a lot worse if like i mean we we announced it what was it last episode two was uh-huh. episode ago but but the, where the forehead's bigger than the chin yeah yeah that was last i week. would be um i would be more upset if the forehead was doing nothing the forehead does have the gesture controls that's i true. mean if that's i true. move i don't know how much i'm gonna use them at all but like the fact that it has the ability is where i'm not too upset about it mm. but then um i have my macbook in front of me <laughs> that i just bought too shiny and then shiny. i look at my phone i'm like dang like again the ecosystem's kind of being like don't leave don't leave don't stay leave. stay um, <laughs> as i'm like texting on it and stuff while i'm doing homework i'm like ah yeah it's hesitant but honestly it's not bad i'd say i'm probably still 65 35 moving to the pixel yeah i mean don't get me wrong the the look of the back (laughs) (laughs) exactly the back (laughs) yeah Yeah, i was gonna ask something that's probably not age appropriate for this podcast but yeah whatever what do you think i think they, they i think they did the square cameras a lot better than we all expected yeah. i mean because i was seeing like <laughs> renders and i was seeing a couple of videos about it and it looked terrible and a lot of people were bashing it but both the pixel and um the new iphones i think um with that square design they they look all right to me yeah. i yeah. mean pixel did a little bit better where it doesn't look like a stovetop yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. are you in a like are you someone about like aesthetics and stuff like that are you more just was, more raw specs yeah. big yeah i'm a big aesthetics guy Same. um uh I favor overall functionality over aesthetics. Um, so yeah, I know with the when I was first getting my S8, a lot of people were kind of those close to me, like my brother and some siblings of mine, were saying, "I know the the waterfall display, the the edge edge looks nice, but don't you think you're gonna kind of have some accidental touches?" I say, "No, I had some time with the device, so I used it, and I think it looks gorgeous." And mm-hmm. I personally am not one of those people that has a problem with accidentally touching anything on the sides or, you know, activating, you know, the app's edge or whatever. A lot of things, mm-hmm. people, people complain about that, but 
yeah, I see aesthetics. Yeah, I consider aesthetics, but functionality, I think, is would my, you, my go-to. Would you not buy a smartphone if it was like if, if you thought it looked ugly? Like, would that be a, a turnoff for as a person? Great decision? question. Uh, Great question. It have relative to whatever was on the market at the time. If it could fulfill my needs better than the next best phone that was more aesthetically pleasing. Um, so what I, if what if a a Pixel Three XL with its gargantuan kitchen sink notch? What if that was twice <laughs> as big? But it looked, but but it like did everything you wanted it to do. But the notch was like just massive, like cut into like a fourth of the display. Okay, because I don't think I could get ever get used to a notch that big. I'd have to just pass on the. Okay, the, all right. I was, try, I was trying to find where your limit is on that. Yeah, yeah. I think the limit for like most everybody is the uh, Sony Xperia 10 Plus. Oh, oh my god! Like that is not Can a we bad. Not? Hey. like spec wise, that's not a terrible phone. Yeah, but my God, it oh. is it's so ugly. I'm gonna say a phrase I used last episode. It is ugly as hell. Yeah, we're gonna have to Agreed. put a, for those of you that don't know. We're, we'll put a picture we'll up that picture. way you can you can be like, oh, what were they thinking? You can At be right there podcast. with us. <laughs> Side note, um, homeboy with the Xperia came back again. Did he? Oh. Yeah. Um, is he did loving I, it? Did I? Something like <laughs> you that. You know he's like, yeah. Did I tell the story last time? Uh, I think so. But give me like a give me like a. 15 seconds all right sold this guy in xperia he was very happy with it came back probably two three days later mm-hmm. i was like hmm i think i have a virus i was like all right let's sit down let's, <laughs> let's look what we got here his phone was littered with porn ads i oh. mean just hundreds so oh. i sat there for probably 20 minutes deleting Inspecting porn ads. every single page of course sure yep safe. looking yep going over the full thing yep um <laughs> took it to the bathroom a few times just so i could you know no anyways no, no. got rid of him <laughs> um and he came back today came back today Oh. Same exact problem. And Adam Can you introduced this man. A little feature. It's been around for a while. A little feature called incognito mode. Can yes. you show the man what that I is? I told him. Okay. I said, next time, go incognito. Well, then and I, I hand him his phone more. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, god. Yeah, you're right. But he um I mean And then same you washed thing. your hands afterwards. He he goes, he goes, you know, I think I'm really gonna stay off porn this time. I said do that or go on cognito and hand his phone back and walk down. Also, <laughs> like, oh my God. that story was not mentioned. I remember that was, oh, that's a, right. that was, was a after the podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, Still, it was it crazy. Me at, incredible how often people come in with that stuff and oh, just it's bad. either forget to clear it or don't know that's a thing. Like It's just a reality. Like Not to bring up like adult material, but it is it's a reality. Shameless. Whenever people bring that into you, like you have to be expecting that because oh, yeah. it, it'll, it's happened so many times in the four years of. Because it's, there. I mean, it's it's right there, it's right in front yeah. of your face. We're holding your phone. You yeah. don't think we're gonna see that? And yeah. that is why I now use a stylus anytime smart. I'm touching a customer's phone. Use so those smart. <laughs> Damn, those ads, uh, those porn ads. I think the worst ones I think are the ones where you you have the option to press X as if it's like telling you you can exit out of this ad, but it just like increases and gives you like another yeah. ad. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. <laughs> well, no, none of you guys? None of you guys? I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> uh, Maybe but just yeah, me. Like the, like the malware ads that just like pop up full screen on your yeah. phone. Like, I mean, that happens with even non-pornographic material. Like just ads that are on the phone. It's basically malware. It's just glorified yeah. malware. You know what phones that doesn't happen on? iPhones. <laughs> iPhones. iPhones. <laughs> you know what you can't download third-party things that's not approved by the App Store on? Yeah, you can. Oh. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Like what? Uh, well, one, you can. Uh, you can download APKs? No, I, I have a... Oh, boy. I don't know if I, I, I want to no, say I know you can. I have a I've, Game Boy simulator yeah. on my phone. Okay. That's like I one of the only things a, you can do. Do a Game Boy Color. Uh, our work app is a third-party app you can download. Gotcha. Um, when did that happen? Because um, it's definitely not always it was, been a thing. It was an older iOS. It's been around for a while. Mm. I mean, I've... 
had this Game Boy emulator on my phone for okay. three, four years now. So I'll leave my words. Okay. It's I'll been leave. a while. I'll take that back. All right. We uh, we got a little off topic here. Let's say <laughs> hey, that, uh, that is the slogan of the podcast. Topical, <laughs> off topic. Off topic. Anyways, what about this um, article on the new Huawei? Yeah, yeah. Some interesting stuff going on. Um, a lot of it took place um, maybe a couple months ago, but some there there have been some like some waves that have actually affected the company even now. So um, Huawei, pretty pretty controversial company. Um, uh, back in Trump, actually recently, back in June, um, later in June, decided that he wanted to um, impose a ban that would restrict U.S. companies from doing business with them in an effort to hmm. to kind of like um, to protect basically American interests. protect American <laughs> interests, make it to where the company doesn't um, you know continue to to grow because it's been growing at a pretty marvelous rate these last couple of years. Um, so yeah, now that he realized that, yeah, this is going to affect other companies too. Cause Huawei, I think last year did 11, 11 million dollars, a billion dollars in sales with us Insane. companies outside of um, just cell phones alone, just like components, parts. So it, it would affect them as well. So he met up with um, president of China and they reached an agreement and they're allowed to use Android now. So really? what do you, yeah. What do you guys think about, um, uh, Huawei's future with Android. I know they're still developing their own operating system, Hongmang, Hongmang OS, but uh, do you think that they're in the clear at this point to continue to use Android, or do you think they still have much to worry about with um, what America has done in the past? I don't trust Huawei as far as I could throw them. That's not very far. I mean, I could throw a Huawei phone pretty far because they're actually pretty light and thin. It's kind of crazy. Um, Boom, roasted. But, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's so much going on with that ban. Um, just kind of a, a quick and dirty, like 30 seconds on it. Uh, there's two parts to it, really. The first part was 5G infrastructure is a huge thing nowadays. Um, if you can build 5G infrastructure, you can potentially have a lot of control and potentially you know, hack and spy on anything that's going through that infrastructure. So part of the bans, uh, we talked about this before the podcast too, are pretty legitimate. Like It's to protect American um, infrastructure and to promote using U.S. companies for that stuff, and that's why ZTE got banned, actually, was the same reason. Um, but yeah, you, you talked about this, too. The second part is the um, the trade war with China, which has been a, a big thing. Like, this isn't a political show, but the, the trade war has definitely affected a lot of segments just outside of, you know, what you would typically think of for, for Chinese trade. Um, so, yeah, with all of that said, I mean, I, I've had Huawei phones in the past. They're fine. Like, it's for a, a specific market. That, that market is not me. Um yeah, not having Android on a phone, that's or like even the threat of not having Android on a phone makes me want to stay away from it as far as possible. Right. Mm. Yeah. And is that just more privacy some like based or what? Uh privacy based is a huge thing because you, you can't think of Huawei as you do a typical company because like like what you would think of the US company as <laughs> with like private investors. Um, of course they do like US companies receive assistance from the US and like the government in other ways in terms of like subsidies right. and tax, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the Chinese government, the state government has invested heavily into, um, into Huawei and other companies like it and other phone manufacturers, um, because they actually have like a direct input and they have people on the board with those companies. So they act not only as, you know, free agencies, but they also act in the political interest of, of, you know, the Chinese government. So with all that said, like, yeah, but one of the reasons they got banned was because, you know, they might spy on your data. They might spy on what's going through your phone. So 
I wouldn't say I necessarily believe that claim. I think it's more politically charged, you know, the ban and why why Huawei got banned from like retailers like Best Buy and, you know, you don't see it in the US very mm-hmm. much. Um so I wouldn't say privacy is the reason that I don't want a Huawei phone. It's more of just like the phone itself. I just don't care for them. They are nice. I just, software is a huge thing for me and their software is just, it's so gaudy. It's so much like iOS that I cannot stand it. See, I just, I've never played around on one. I don't know what they're like. They're fine. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, they're good. We got rid of, um, I think it was like March of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, some guy, remember, some guy I asked was, for one. It was this today. year, right? No, I think it was well, 2018. So the the ban happened in May of actually, I think you might be right. I think it was last year. Because I remember I was in our warehouse still, and I pulled them all off display. Yeah, we have a timeline oh, yeah, here: right. March yep. 22nd, 2018. Huawei loses Best Buy as a retail partner. Yep, you're right. Yeah, so I mean, I had a little bit of experience playing with them. They were they were weird, like Christian said. They're even coming from an iOS. They're like they're like the weirder version of like a Pixel, I guess. Because, like, Pixels are kind of, like, halfway in between. Pixels? Like, halfway in between an iPhone operating system. And, I mean, the Huawei is definitely closer to it than a Pixel is, for sure. Because Pixel's yeah. still using Android because it's Google and all that. And mm-hmm. that's who Android owns. But, yeah, I don't... Their operating system's definitely different, for sure. Um, also, speaking to your privacy side, I don't think it's too much privacy either. Because, like, let's be honest, the average American is not that interesting. No, true. Um, yeah, no, like... Yeah. What what are we looking up where they're, they're going to be like, I definitely need to know that about that person. Well, we know exactly what they're looking up, and they usually come and see Evan about it. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> hey. Either yeah. that or just like, how many miles is the sun <laughs> from the earth? <laughs> how do you convert Celsius to pounds? <laughs> yeah, that privacy point. Yeah, because my, my brother actually recently got the um, Pixel 3a, and he was actually looking, to, looking for Huawei for a bit to see if he wanted to maybe invest in... Um, the P30, but the only reason why he didn't was because of, you know, uncertainties with um, the company and Google in the future, you know, if they were to cut ties officially, how that would go. But yeah, when it comes to the privacy um, factor, he just had a perspective of, hey, I'm an average guy. I don't do anything serious. I'm not like a a criminal or anything. So if they want to look through my stuff or, you know, whatever, but um, yeah, Yeah. when it comes to Google and not being able to use their services, that's uh, where he draws the line. I go back and forth on that stuff. Like, there are some things where, yeah, you're getting a lot out of, like, Google services, for example. Like, if you've ever ever looked at your location history, it's kind of terrifying. Like, I paused it because it was kind of scary. Like, it'll tell you exactly where you've been for, like, years and years back since you've enabled it. It's kind of crazy. And part of it's like, yeah, you do get a lot of cool stuff out of it. You get a lot of useful services and useful notifications. Um, And that's just something with our generation that we've been raised and grew up thinking that that's okay which in some ways it is like if you consent to it it's fine but you are giving up a lot of data and data is like the multi 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 billion dollar industry right now so giving up your data giving up your privacy um that might be a good deep dive topic for us to do uh in the next coming weeks but i mean i don't know i there are some things that like i said i'm okay with giving up some of that information but if you've never gone and looked through what apps are accessing your your location, what apps are able to read your SMS messages. It's kind of crazy that all of them ask for it and a lot of them don't need it. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, is it, is it something where it's like kind of back on the aesthetics? Is it like, it just, it doesn't feel the same. The apps don't look the same stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Um, they, the apps function very similarly. 
It's just like the notification shade really throws me off on the Huawei phones because uh, it's very much like iOS, or at least it used to be. Um, from from my last usage on the Mate 10, it's a lot more like stock Android, but still very heavily like iOS. You can tell iOS DNA is in there. Um, but yeah, the, just the design of it really throws me off. Like, I don't know. It's just got a, such a different vibe to the phone that I don't like. It, like I'm sure other Chinese OEMs and other Chinese skins on their phones, like it, it looks a lot more like those ones. And I just aesthetically, I don't like it. It doesn't feel good to me to use the phone. Kind of a weird way to describe it, but yeah, I just I wish I could hold one. You know what I mean? Just kind of play around so, on one for a little bit. Yeah. Real quickly, I don't know if anybody knows this answer. I've kind of been over here like googling it. So I mean, I, I know of course you can still buy Huawei's phones and use like have them in the United States. You have to go like third party websites stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But will a phone carrier let you put that on their network? That, that's I can't find that answer anywhere. It, it, um, it, I yes, because I had a guy come in today with one and he was using it no problem. And was, he was, oh, and he was on. Was like, he on AT and I don't know what he was on, but I mean whatever he was on, it was it works in the United States, so okay. it's got to be a United States carrier. And mm, I mean okay. he was googling things on his phone, making he made a call. So it's, I don't know what he was, cause I did, like what kind of carrier he was on, because I didn't ask, because I wasn't helping him. Well, I'm going to say one thing, too, though. I mean, Wi-Fi calling and WhatsApp, things like that. So True. I don't know if you look, but... True. Yeah, because yeah, everything then. that I find here is you can still that. buy them, but I don't see anything that says whether you're able to actually put them on a carrier or not. Hmm. I retract my statement. They got shadow banned. <laughs> yeah. The few I've seen, I've never, I didn't, ha- I never got close to the the people I've seen using them to actually get into that part of the conversation. But, um, mm. but yeah, that's that's that would be interesting. So Especially you getting through a third party. I just found something actually. Like when when you Google search, can you use a Wi-Fi Huawei phone in the United States? It gives you no answers. Oh. But if you change that, what to, you change it to Bing? Oh, oof. <laughs> uh, if you if you switch it to can you use a Huawei phone on Verizon. Then you get an answer, yes, Verizon AT&T still allow the Huawei phones, but they just don't sell them. So the ban hmm. in the U.S. is on the selling of them, not the use of them. I know if we were finished with the phone topic there, but I just kind of want to talk a bit about um, the CEO's decision. Ren Zekaif just recently decided to sell. He confirmed in an interview um, on the 12th of this month that he is going to be selling uh, 5G tech to Western countries. It didn't disclose an amount or which specific countries, unfortunately, but... Um, if this, if this, if of course you know, with time, actually the, their developments prove to be very useful for um, these Western countries and. Um, Some of this it, come from Huawei, right? From Huawei, yeah. Okay. Um, I see it as a good way to potentially uh, appeal to more buyers and kind of get rid of the sketchy reputation that Huawei does have because even though they've done some sketchy stuff in the past and they're I'm not, very sketchy, very sketchy. I'm not, not um, trying Convicted to absolve sketchy. them from blame of all that, but um, if they can actually be the ones who actually help the rollout of 5G um, to come quicker, I think, I mean, that's a good position to be in and I think people should know about it and, I think it's a good move for them that they're like one of the first ones to actually get heavily invested in this. So do you guys, yeah. what are your guys thoughts on that? Yeah. I, I, Huawei has a huge problem. Like you said, of, of just being seen as like a sketchy company. And there's a lot of factors that go into that, especially on the U S side of things like made in China that has a connotation to that kind of conjures up images in your mind of like, Oh, it's cheap. Oh, it's like, you know, X, Y, and Z fill in the blank. Um, Can we still say that though? What? It's saying that it's made in China is cheap when like I think, everything's made in China pretty much. Well, I I mean, I, if you were to ask a random person on the street, like, 
would you rather buy this phone that's made in America or rather but not that it's a thing at all, but like there's still a connotation in the American psyche that made in China equals cheap. Or yeah. equals like True. not safe yeah. or equals privacy, equals like they stole it. Like that's that's a connotation that you have. So I mean, anything they can do to rebuild their reputation with Western companies is ultimately a good thing. Do I trust them? Not necessarily. Like, I'm not in that business. Like, that's more like behind the scenes, like, like business side stuff, like businessman stuff. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I just they've got a big hurdle to overcome with uh, with any consumer facing product. Mm-hmm. We're always gonna have to do a lot of work on it, especially with the recent ban. Because like, you see that headline that. Huawei's been banned from the United States. Like, the layman is not going to read into that article. They're just going to be like, "Oh, Huawei equals bad." Like, they've mm-hmm. got a huge hurdle. Okay. The third operating system. Yeah. Even if it was, I mean, polished well, it was um, optimized, had a lot of apps, didn't have any problems with, um, you know, accessibility from consumers. Do you think realistically, um, it, there's room on the market for that? I don't know. I think that the two big hitters right now, they're. I mean, that's what people think about. You know what yeah. I mean? You're either this or that. Yeah. I don't know if I just. Uh, I don't think it tough. could ever take foothold in North American markets. At least not not with its current branding. Because mm-hmm. again, I mean, they do have that privacy issue. They've got the the issue of public image. They'd have to launch it under a sub brand like Honor, because mm-hmm. Honor is owned by Huawei. Like they would just have to com- do a complete redesign or do like a, a shell corporation, whatever it might be. Like they would have to completely start from the ground up. Um, I think the only way that the OS, which what's it called? Hong Meng OS? Hong Meng OS, yeah. Yeah, I think the only way something like that legitimately competes with iOS and Android is if it launches in China. Like, mm. I, it it already has launched in China, I think, or it will launch in China. Yeah, yeah it launched in China um, back in May. Because, yeah, you, the issue with new operating systems is you have to get developers, you have to get people to believe in the system, and it, it's one of those network things where... You know, you have to get a bunch of people to join, but you can't convince a, p- a bunch of people to join unless a bunch of people join. Like, it's the same problem Google Plus had. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I think the only way a third OS works is, again, if you launch it in China and you grow it domestically that way and then maybe launch a sub-brand in the different markets. Because okay. under Huawei OS, is <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to fly. Yeah, mm. I, I would agree with you on that. Interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I think we've had a lot of good topics tonight. For uh, sure. You know, going over just the Pixel, Huawei, all that good stuff. Galaxy um, Fold, Galaxy yeah. One. It's going to be crazy. It's <laughs> bye one of bye those, note. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things where, you know, in time we might have to come back and hit it again. Absolutely. You know, as these things are starting to come out and if the merge happens, stuff like that, yeah. definitely we'll have to get back on it. But uh, thanks everyone for listening to the fourth ever Phone Buzz podcast uh, brought to you by the three guys that sell phones all day. I'm Evan Kraus. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. And I'm guest Steve Mugeshe. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Peace. Later.